Keith, we got some time to grab some phone calls, or are we going right over to Crudy? Yeah, check in with Crudy if you're there. My we are here. Can you hear us? Got you guys loud and clear. We've got a couple phone calls we're going to take after you guys checked in. So, Well, we won't keep you long. We are Dominic and Crudy. We are the Devil's Advocates, and we are live down here at UW-Milwaukee, the Student Center. Little band playing, warming up the crowd for Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders at UW-Milwaukee this morning on behalf of Tammy Baldwin, Tony Evers, Mandela Barnes, the entire Democratic ticket. It is going to be an extremely big week this week, Dominic, for politics. Wisconsin in the eye of the political hurricane, and the Dems pulling out all the big sticks. Dom, we got Bernie Sanders this morning here at UW-Milwaukee. We've got Barack Obama this Friday in Milwaukee, sight undetermined, but I've heard it might be a Northern Division High School. And then rumor on the street, Joe Biden coming to town Uncle Joe, next Tuesday, Uncle October Joe 30th. Town. Excellent. It is a huge week, Curdy. Of course, not just this week. This past weekend, we had all the debates. We had Kamala Harris coming in town, stumping for Tammy Baldwin as well. I got the opportunity to meet Senator Harris. Very impressive, as I told Sherwin. Sherwin, it's going to be a big, big morning, a big week, and sort of the... Checking in with the enemy camp. We got Donald Trump going to Mosinee. <laughs> Sherwin, are you going to join us up there for the live broadcast? Want to put you on the spot. You know they Before still haven't go gotten to back callers. to me about my, my press credentials. They might no, figure they out who I am. They will not tell you till like 24 hours before. Oh, uh, they don't want you getting yourself in trouble. <laughs> no, that's the way it is with these big presidential-style rallies. They don't tell you till about 24 hours before. Have no fear, my friend. We'll talk you in the door. Donald Trump wants you there. He needs you there, Sherwin. If I can get on stage wearing a Make America Great Again hat, I will be nationally famous because I'll be the black guy behind Trump making faces. <laughs> Let's see if we can get that to happen. So what's the excitement like down there at UWM? Some people will just think you're Kanye. Oh, jeez. Another, re- <laughs> another reason not to go. But what's the excitement like right now down at UW-Milwaukee? Well, Dom, you tell us. The band, sort of a mellow rock and roll band. Oh, they started out a little heavier than this, but, you know, there's a lot of people in here. There is a fair amount of excitement right now. People are still getting set up. If the band would do a couple of rock chords, it would help us out. Uh, But, of course, the youth is going to be a huge turnout, uh, a huge factor uh, turnout here in this election, Sherwin, and uh, it's good to see a a packed room. And I would say at least six local television, looks like seventh one, NBC 25, a little slow arriving, but lots of local TV. Uh, Of course, the only important local radio station, Real Resistance Radio, and this one will be playing out on the stream, and we will allow you, Sherwin, to go to your callers, but we'll check back in here when the speechifying begins. We are live, UWM for Bernie Sanders, for Tammy Baldwin, Tony Evers, and the entire Dem ticket. Thanks, Sherwin. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you a little later. All right. See, they get to do all the fun stuff, right? Down on location. I'm here in the studio. I don't mind being in the studio. Let's grab some telephone calls. We'll first go to Andre, then we'll talk to James. Andre, thank you so much for holding on. You're on the air. Go ahead. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Um, You were talking about the canvassing and all the literature. I've had all of that happen at my house over the last week. Oh, you have? Good. So I'm glad to see that there's some motion somewhere. Do you live in the city of Milwaukee? No, I don't. You don't live in the city of Milwaukee? No. Where do you live? I live in Brown Deer. 
Okay. Well, close enough. I but suppose. the girl came in and she said exactly what you say. She talked to my daughter. Oh, how you doing? And it's almost like, I'm like, did he hear this girl? She specifically talked to my daughter. Because that's the formula that we use when we, as Democrats, there's a formula we do not stray away from. Anybody will tell you going back to Clinton, you do it in layers, and that ends up being a successful election for Democrats. But if they stray away from those layers, then they leave way too much to chance, and I'm just nervous about that. But I've seen that. I visit my mom almost daily. She lives in Milwaukee. Okay. I haven't seen her enough, but I've seen that a couple times in the last month, month or so. Ask her if she's received any political mail, because they first hit the mailboxes. Oh, then the yeah, we have. Okay. Today's my recycling day. I just took a shopping bag and that stuff out. Well, that's you and Brown Deer. I'm talking about your friends and family that live in Milwaukee. I want to know if oh, they've uh-huh, received okay. yeah. So ask mom next time you talk to mom. In fact, call your mother today. Your mother uh-huh. misses you. Call her, Andre. I talk to her every day. I already talked to her. Do me a favor. Yes, sir. Um, write this number down, 286-VOTE. I already know that one. Because I think you're the best person to do this. All right. And Let's- Get them on the line when you can and talk so the people understand they can vote as long as they don't have a commitment to the state. Like uh, They're not on paper on for a felony conviction. Yes, sir. Right. They need to hear that from the election commission or the show. Okay, done. You didn't find the blind guy for me. I want you to do this, okay? Oh, Kevin, you mean? Yeah. Do you okay. see him or did he see you? Well, he can't see anybody because he's blind, but I'm, I am concerned about him because I would like to think that Kevin would have found me by now, but maybe I need to go and find him. Well, I found you by word of mouth. I didn't hear nothing in the media. And one of my coworkers said, man, sure with my mood, and I've been listening ever since. So wait a second. I've been over here since August 13th, and you just found out about that move when? It, Not recently? It was, it was a long time after you went over. Okay. Well, I'd imagine if you called my old job and asked them where I went, they'd probably hang up on you, but that's another story. I don't know. You don't know there ain't nobody. You was a superstar. Eh, it is what it is. Thank you, Andre. You got to find Kevin, though. He was a law follower. I will Kevin. find Kevin. And do that vote thing for me. I'll be listening this you week. giving me a whole bunch of stuff to do. Thank you. I'll take care of all of it because you said so. You ain't go to the rally. You might as well win some calls. My, yeah, I guess so. Well, I couldn't go to the rally. I got to hold it down here. The rally in the alley. Right. Okay. Thanks, Dre. Appreciate it. All right. Since I've been talking to Dre, somebody else hung up. Let's go to James on line one. James, I know you got a lot to say. What's happening, Sherwin? Again. I'm just hanging out here for I don't know twelve more minutes until I get booted in favor of the devil's advocates I, at a I, rally at UW Milwaukee. I was going to say, man, what is this? Oh, they just cutting off people? They're broadcasting your boy, though. Bernie's coming. I'm surprised you're not at the rally with a T-shirt on and a Bernie hat. Look here, man. Hey, look. I don't, man, I don't give a care who it is, bro. I, I don't put nobody above Sherwin. Oh, stop. Y'all must be on. What did y'all have for breakfast this morning? Have you received any political mail, any knocks on your doors from any canvassers? Yeah, any exactly letter? why I called you. I remember I said before, you, you you gave all this nice glowing talk about Tony Evers and the conversation you had. Remember you said something at your previous uh, location. what I say? <laughs> you said that, hey, even though you have experience in all this stuff, you say you are a voter. Mm-hmm. You are a homeowner. And you have that you have that perspective that you also bring to the table when you're speaking with representatives. So the king is, hey, guess what? Hey, I said at the, uh, the previous location and currently mm-hmm. that 
Tony Evers is running for Milwaukee like a Republican. That's why he was not here. That's why he's not out here, not doing anything here. Think about it. Mandela Barnes is running an ad on your show. Not Tony Evers. Think about that stupidity. That, oh, the black guy. Oh, we got to get a black guy to run an ad on the show. Not the white guy. <laughs> like, dude. He I'm going to withhold my judgment on that. because They're doing something and maybe we just don't know what they're doing. They're in a secret war room somewhere in Middleton and Madison, and they're figuring out their strategy okay. to win, and I'm just going to let them figure it out. Hey, hey, I, hey, like I said, you got to be political. I understand. But guess what? I don't have to be nice and political. I said before he was going to lose. I saw the debate. He looked like a – he tried to act like he had a backbone. But, look, he made Scott Walker look smart. Oh, I didn't see the debate. I, I think it was to, on during I, the Brewers game. I had to watch I game seven. I, 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 got, I got Gomer Pyle all day long, which I always get from him. But literally, you know how, like, when, when somebody you know is a mouse, out, you know, you you try to see stand-up sometimes, but then a cat just knocks them back down, like, shut up. Like, it, was, it was that, come on, James, it's not that bad. You're being look, biased right now. Look, man, look here, yo, look. Have you received any political mail? You didn't answer the question. Not a not a single stitch. Okay. And Has I somebody knocked on your door and said, "Vote for Tony Evers, or vote for Tammy Baldwin, or I vote, vote for judges"? Okay. So you vote. I so vote you have an impeccable judges. voting record as well, and no one sent you anything. Impeccable. I remember. I told you. I told you I already voted. Oh, I've already voted. Habit. Oh, jeez. I'm, okay. I'm, I told you I already voted. Do you live in the city of Milwaukee? Do you live in Milwaukee? Of course. Okay. Yeah. Of course. I'm concerned. Seems like they're targeting outside of Milwaukee, and that's a no-no in a. In a Midterm election is going to lose because he doesn't care about Milwaukee. Either. Would you stop saying that, please? Will you stop? You're wishing it to into fruition. Would you stop it, please? Say something positive, sir. Yo, uh, okay. Uh, uh, Kamala Harris put up a proposal. Uh, uh, actually, it's kind of crazy. It's not going to go anywhere, but a living okay. wage proposal, strangely enough. Is as something uh, she oh, is going to do, or something what that she wants to do? She wants to put, you know, she, as a senator. I right. mean, she wants to she put up a living wage proposal. There's about six of them that Democrats have put up, uh, but they're obviously not going anywhere with uh, Donald Trump as president. But hey, right. they're you know she's trying to put stuff up there because obviously she's trying to you know put herself in for president. Yeah, she's doing Running what we call message testing. So she'll be yeah. on the campaign trail for a variety of Democrats and her colleagues in the Senate. And so as an example, she'll talk about the living wage. And then when they poll those states or those districts where she was just promoting other Democrats, they'll see if that has a, an upward effect on that message yeah. of, of a living wage. So we'll see. All right, James. Oh, and, and finally, of course, I'm yeah. sure you've as you as as we've told every – all right, I'm not going to say dumb Republican, but every broke Republican mm – -hmm. Living paycheck to paycheck. Uh -huh. Guess what? Again, we hey, Mitch McConnell. You, you, it's been said many times. He literally came out and said, "Hey, look, man. After after this election, we're gonna have we're gonna take a serious look at Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid." So again, hey, look. If there, guess be clear. There's no if there, if Milwaukee is not voting in any real numbers. Remember Hillary Clinton lost. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm concerned about because it looks a lot like 2016, where she was absent here, and if people yeah. who live in the city of Milwaukee who are impeccable voters with impeccable voting records are not receiving correspondence, 
that means we're repeating 2016, and I can tell you how this thing ends up. But I'm not saying that, James. They're doing something. We're just not seeing them do it. They're working magic behind behind the scenes. You, don't you worry. They're doing something. I got to take a break, man. I appreciate your call, though. Bye, James. All that negative Nancy talk. I, there's no way. There's no way we're going to repeat what happened in 2016. We learned all sorts of things from what happened in 2016. You can't ignore the Democratic stronghold, right? You got to make sure the base is motivated. And maybe that's what they're doing at this University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee rally, in which we're going to go to pretty soon. My colleagues Dom and Crute, the Devil's Advocates, will be broadcasting live. And you can listen to that rally on realresistanceradio.com. Right now, you're listening to The Forum, hosted by me, Sherwin Hughes, and I will be right back. All of his beats and my rhymes attached. Forming the new creation called the Molly Scratch. So in probably, I don't know, nine minutes or so, we're going to shift this thing over to my alma mater, the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, for a get-out-the-vote Bernie Sanders rally. The Devil's Advocates are going to be taking over as they're going to be live broadcasting from UW-Milwaukee. You can listen to the speeches and all the things the candidates are going to say and their surrogates are going to say live at Real Resistance Radio dot com got some breaking news here what do we got what is trump doing now president trump today said that the united states will begin to cut off or reduce aid to honduras guatemala and el salvador as citizens of those countries flee for the united states as part of a so-called caravan of migrants in a trio of tweets the president escalated his rhetoric surrounding the group of migrants declaring a national emergency as they approach the border and claiming that, quote, unknown Middle Easterners have joined the group. Are you serious, Trump? Oh, the things he's going to do to win this election are just mind-blowing. That's all you have to say. Because there are individuals who are so paranoid about Middle Eastern Muslim extremists coming to this nation and repeating September 11th. Remember, the Republicans won a lot of elections by saying, remember, 9-11. People will talk about health care, the Republicans, 9-11. People will talk about the economy, 9-11. People will talk about jobs and crime. Hey, look over here, 9-11. And if you can stoke that same fire and use those same fears, you are likely to activate the same sentiment in those voters, and it's just disgusting to me. Now, the other unintended consequence is going to be this. So there should be more pressure for our federal legislature to enact something some kind of reform to our immigration system. But because they're taking so much money out of that bureaucracy and putting it into enforcement and incarcerating people and locking people up, because once we call them illegal, they become property of the United States. If we have, if we cut off aid to those nations who are our allies, the Central American countries, what do you say, Honduras, El Salvador, and Guatemala, right? If you put sanctions, economic sanctions, or you cut off aid to those nations, you know what's going to happen? The poverty that people are fleeing right now is going to get worse. You know what that means? More people are going to come here. He's going to make the problem worse. What I'm afraid of, because this president has yet to flex his military muscle, and he's going to. He's going to. Even good presidents start wars. What will Americans do 
if we see the U.S. military seal off the border. We know what Republican voters are going to do. They're going to go nuts. They're going to be happy. They're going to celebrate. What will the orders be? What if people who have traveled thousands of miles, and I know some of you don't want them to come, but it's also easier for us to say this here in Wisconsin. We can say, let them all in. They're wonderful, innocent people. They're survivors. It's easy for us to say that up here. But if you live in San Diego, maybe not so much. And also, I think it's unfair. It's the privilege, the Wisconsin privilege we have, the Midwestern privilege, to say, let the migrants in. They're wonderful people. And we can see their human side because before they get to Wisconsin, there's what, 16, 17 states and ICE agents in every single state that they would have to pass through to get to Wisconsin. So we're relatively safe here. We can just say, oh, they're, they're innocent people. If we lived in New Mexico, Texas, Arizona, California, we may say different things. But if Trump, as he's going to stay on the campaign trail between now and the midterm election, he's got a nonstop travel itinerary to drum up Republican support. And to compete against that, we would need an entire field of Democratic all-stars to also drum up Democratic support. And I don't, I don't think we have that. Obama's going to be here on Friday. I'm going to try to get Obama in studio. Keith, you think we can get him? That would be a great photo op for me. Wow, for you. I mean, for you as well. Well, no, you're included in the photos. <laughs> I got, you, I just how I cropped myself out of that Tom Perez one just for you guys. Not before you cropped yourself in it. Well... <laughs> That's what we do here, man. Get the photos. And also, Barack Obama needs to sign the table. We have a table with all these elected officials and candidate signatures on it. I'd love to get Obama. So I reached out to my people in the DNC, and they referred me back to people here. I was like, hey, can you guys tell Obama to come to the forum? Oh, sure. When here, call this person in your state. I don't want to call them. I want to call you. So Obama's going to be here. Obama's probably the best thing smoking on the Democratic campaign trail, but he, he needs to do more. If Trump is going to travel nonstop and drum up fear of now Trump saying Middle Easterners have joined the caravan, even if it's not true, it's going to scare people that live in the border states. We might have a handful of districts that are now uh, led by a Republican, okay, so congressional districts that might be leaning Democratic because people are gonna vote for Democrats because they don't like Trump, it's a midterm election year, whatever party's in the White House, the other party does well. But if Trump is scaring enough individuals and saying that if you allow these people in, this caravan of sorts, that may cause those people in border states to let the fear drummed up by Trump rattle them into voting for Republicans who are going to double down and triple down on border security. And when you double down and triple down on border security, then people are more amenable to letting the military seal the border. Because remember, Trump didn't get his wall. And Trump will likely say, had you let me build the wall, I wouldn't need to send the military to be the wall. Do you guys know what our military is capable of? And so we're just under the assumption that people that have traveled probably close to 3,000 miles are going to get to the U.S. border and then all of a sudden be deterred by the military. Some of them are like, we can't go back to where we came from. We certainly can't stay in Mexico. We traveled all this way. We're sick. We're tired. We're weary. Let's just chance it. Do you think Trump will tell our military to stand down? If thousands of people rush our border because they are fleeing poverty and crime and they want to come here and be hard-working honest american folk 
How far do you think this president will go? And the bigger question is you got to ask yourself this. How far will this president go to win the midterm election? Would he go so far as to authorizing his military, because he is commander in chief, to fire on those that breach the border? Do you think he would do that? And if he did, would sentiment from Republicans now, would sentiment from Republicans weighing away from Donald Trump. So if he fired on innocent people that are crossing the border and he says, well, if you let me build the wall, we wouldn't have to use the military. Now the military is going to be the wall. And some people who are tired and weary and sick are coming to see their friends, their family, their relatives in the United States. They're escaping a better life. And also they can't go back to their home countries because now Donald Trump is going to cut off aid to Central American countries in which some of these migrants are from. Ask yourself this question. How far would Trump go to win an election? And maybe that's your answer. So, Keith, am I coming back? Yeah, you can come back and we can pitch to the Devil's Advocate. Okay, that's what they'll be over at the UWM. Okay, so right now I'm going to take a break. I'll come back and then uh, we'll be joined by, well, they'll take over the program. Devil's Advocates at a Get Out the Vote rally featuring Bernie Sanders at the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. Keep it locked. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Shortly, I'm going to be handing it over to my colleagues, the Devil's Advocates, as they're broadcasting a Get Out the Vote rally featuring Bernie Sanders and my alma mater, the University of Wisconsin, Milwaukee. I am hoping that this drums up enough support and excitement to get people really enthusiastic about voting. It's a very important election. Of course, all elections are important, but so much is riding on this, particularly democratic control of Congress, and that's important for a number of reasons, because those would be the individuals who, if the Democrats get control, they can really hold this administration to account. But I do have some information here that said Donald Trump would still defy subpoenas that he and his administration would receive from democratic control in Congress. And then, of course, you know what's going to happen. The federal courts are going to get involved. They're going to say, hey, You, Donald Trump, president of the United States of America and leader of the executive branch, you have to turn over these congressional requests. You must do that until we find out that that judge was appointed by Donald Trump, so they will rule likely in his favor. If this thing gets to the Supreme Court, now you see why Kavanaugh is so dangerous. Kavanaugh is not just dangerous because of what he was accused of in his high school and his college days. He also is dangerous because how he will side with this president when Democrats, if they get control of Congress, seek to subpoena him and members of his administration. That's going to be a major, major problem. Trump administration warned yesterday that it was closely following the movements of the caravan of Central American asylum seekers headed to the United States as the group's number swelled to to include as many as 7,000 people. That is your October surprise, and I knew that there was one that was going to come. It's usually on the heels of a very important election. Something will happen, some event, some world event, some national event that gets individuals to focus on something else that gives the election a much more significant meaning. All the cards are on the table. We also should be concerned about how the Trump administration is going to redefine who is an American citizen for the purposes of the 2020 census. 
Census data is important. It determines population, determines apportionment, who gets a congressional district, who loses one. We used to have nine congressional districts in Wisconsin, I believe, but because we lost population, likely an older population in Wisconsin that went to other places to retire. In places like Florida is one, Arizona may be another, certainly Alaska. There's, so in Alaska, there's no state income tax, but it's also very, very cold and you need incentives to move to Alaska. But in Florida, they don't tax pensions. The state of Florida does not tax them, so a lot of people relocate to Florida. A lot of, we call them snowbirds. They leave Wisconsin in the wintertime, they go down to Florida. Well, some of them take up permanent residency once they retire and they get their pensions because they're paying less money in taxes because the state of Florida, as an incentive, does not tax pensions. And so with that population loss, we lost a congressional district and we lost a vote in the electoral college. That is why if we decide to get rid of the electoral college, I think we'll be in a lot of trouble because Wisconsin, okay, let's do it. Take it away, guys.